Welcome to the Weight Room Wealth Podcast, where we use neuroscience, exercise science, and creative business strategy to help you condition yourself for success. If you like what you hear in this show, go to weightroomwealth.com and start learning the science of success for free with our free video masterclass. I'm your host, Sean Light. Now let's get to the show. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Weight Room Wealth Podcast. Welcome back to the live daily uh, Twitter space that we're going to be doing here. Thank you. Thank, honestly, again, this is the second day of us doing this, so there's not, there's not much expectation of being at a, a, a massively listened to podcast or episode, but uh, we're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep rolling with it because I think it's really important. Uh, now, today's big question is, how does the brain, how does neuroscience factor into sales and marketing? How does it factor into business? And where I want to draw your attention to first is there's a great, there's a great video on YouTube. You've probably seen it. It's an old video and it's a video of a guy. He's dressed up as a scarecrow. Uh, He's sitting on his porch for Halloween. Uh, And I don't know if it's his buddy or something. I just assumed it was his friend. Uh, He walks up on the porch with his kids to go trick or treating. And he jumps out of the chair, pretending he's a scarecrow and scares the hell out of this guy. And this dude just socks him directly in the face. And, you know, like they start laughing about it and, you know, the guy got punched in the face, so he's not particularly pleased about it. Uh, but the, the important lesson to understand here is that the brain will react before you have a chance to think about it, right? So the way it happens inside of the brain is that there's, there's a part of your brain called the amygdala. And the amygdala is kind of like the, hey, I'm, am I in trouble now section of the brain? Uh, And what happens there is if there's immediate threat, if there's immediate danger in your environment, it's going to bypass the neocortex. The neocortex is the thinking, it's the reasoning section of the brain. So, you know, it would be the neocortex would be able to evaluate the situation, be able to take in more clues and identify whether this is your friend or whether this is an enemy uh, and be able to give you a more sound decision. But when the amygdala senses immediate danger, it just it just. It, it bypasses the neocortex and, and shoots straight to the action portion of the event, which is why this guy punches his buddy in the face is because the amygdala sensed immediate danger and it just, it just went for it. So the brain is reacting before you have a chance to think about what it is that you want to do. Now, the important thing to understand here as an entrepreneur, as a business person, is that this is happening all the time. Like there are natural tendencies There are natural behaviors. There are natural ways of the brain operating. There are paths of least resistance that the brain is trying to take. Uh, And the beautiful thing about neurology and about neuroscience is that we all have the same makeup. We all have the same anatomy. You have an amygdala. I have an amygdala. You have a neocortex. I have a neocortex. You have a medulla oblongata. I have a medulla oblongata. And they all act the same way. Imagine a scenario where a neurosurgeon opens somebody's somebody's brain up and it looks completely different, 
right? The reason that neurosurgery is able to work and the reason that any medicine is able to work is because we know how the body is going to react. We know if we give it this substance, if we give it this chemical, this drug, it's going to produce this reaction. If everybody was unique and everybody was different in how they operated, what would a neurosurgeon do when he opened up the skull? He'd be learning for the first time what this person is all about. Instead, he can go in there, he can peel back the layers he needs to, he can dive in the same way, the nerves are in the same spot, those spots of the brain are in the same spot. It's all the same from me to you, to everybody on the planet, to everybody that's ever been, which means that we all have the same makeup and those parts of the brain that make up the anatomy all have the same function. They all function in relatively the exact same way. This is, uh, this is beautiful. This is encouraging as an entrepreneur, as somebody who's trying to get to that next level. Uh, but what it's also as a, as a marketer, as a salesperson, as, a, as somebody who's trying to run a business, this is what makes marketing predictable. Uh, it's because I know if I make a Burger King commercial and I put Paris Hilton in a, in a bikini, a skimpy bikini, where she's washing a car while eating a cheeseburger, which makes no sense whatsoever, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that there are going to be people out there that are going to be jaws dropped watching this video. It's going to, it's going to make headlines. It's going to make news because we know that what? We know that sex sells. We know that that is a thing. We already know that's what you want. So we're just going to give it. One of my favorite examples of this, think about this all the time. You listen to the radio, you listen to music. You know, I love a big country music fan, but pretty much any music you listen to is the same thing. It is intro verse verse one it, it, it follows the same anatomy right so it's verse verse one chorus verse two chorus bridge chorus chorus it's the same thing any song that you listen to is the same thing uh, and i listen to country music and every song is about whiskey is about breakups is about being a small town guy i was listening to it the other day and the guy from florida georgia line released a solo album and he's got a single out right it's like it's called like small town kid and i'm like damn like all these songs are the freaking same man it's just they're just running the playbook over and over again i know we talk about drinking beer we talk about uh, a nasty breakup talk about sipping on some whiskeys talk about a small town kid damn it you've got yourself a good con you got you got, you got yourself a, a platinum country album it's the playbook. If you look at movies, right? Every movie is the exact same thing. You have, a, you, you have the backstory in the beginning to get some rapport with the character. Uh, then they have a call to adventure, something that they, you know, something that they need to go and do. So they take, they take them up on the call. They go into this big adventure. And it's this whole new world. Then they meet their mentor. And the mentor shows them the ropes. Uh, and then they're learning and they're grinding and they're hustling and trying to figure this whole new crazy world out. Uh, and then there comes an, uh, a villain, somebody that they're trying to fight against. And uh, the the mentors helping them get through it. And it's a struggle. And finally, at the end of the movie, there's this one great big battle, one great big epic uh, fight at the end of the movie. And they, and the, uh, and the mentor is nowhere to be found. So the, so the, I keep thinking about Harry Potter here. So the, the, the hero in the movie, uh, he has to summon all of his courage. And sometimes right at the end, right before it looks like all hope is lost. You can hear like the, they'll even show like the mentor as if he was in a, in his dreams, like Harry, use your wand. And then he uses his wand, expelliarmos. And then he Voldemort is gone. 
Uh, and then he returns, to, you know, he overcomes, he returns to the normal world as a hero. Every single movie is the same thing, right? If it's, even if it's a rom-com, a romance movie, uh, uh, the, there's always this part in the movie where they think they'll never get together. It's over. It's never going to happen, right? And somehow it always does, right? They always have that one friend of reason who is, uh, talks some sense into them to go, you know, go back, go, go to her. You know, if, if you really love her, you'll run to her, right? Uh, and th these things happen over and over again. So besides me digressing and getting into cinema and some, you know, notebook philosophy, what I want you to know is there's a playbook is that we know what you're going to like. We know how you're going to react. The reason that every song is, uh, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, chorus. The reason that says, because we already know you're going to like it. We already know right? Don't, don't, don't stray from the path. We already know you're going to like it. Just do the thing and you're going to get the result. Now, what's cool about that from an entrepreneurial standpoint, from a business standpoint, is that we can do those things, is we can understand what it is that human beings are going to like, and we can simply do those things. There's a study that came out years ago, uh, and they started to realize that uh, if, they gave, if they gave consumers three different options, uh, the, m most of the time, the consumer is going to pick the middle one. They're going to say, too expensive, too cheap. I'll take the one in the middle. So what restaurants started to do is they just started to put something really expensive on the menu because what that did was by comparison, it brought the average cart value, the average you know check, check value of the customer higher because just by having something on the menu that's $150, people look at something that's $60 and say, eh, that's not that bad anymore, right? Because we, we make those we make those decisions uh, based on comparison. And there's all sorts of things that we can do in this, in this nature. One, I heard uh, Alex Hermosi talk uh, a few years ago. He's talking about how to actually sell something. And he said, right in the beginning of any sales call, he is going to, he's going to, Anchor, anchor in them that it's really, really expensive. So he's going to say, he's going to brag about his price. He's going to talk about how expensive this thing is. And what's going to happen is immediately they're going to start wondering like, well, how expensive is it? Is this crazy? And if you're, let's say that your product is a thousand bucks, they're going to start thinking that it's 10,000 or $15,000. You're going to be like, this is crazy. And then all of a sudden, when you drop the thousand, you've anchored them up at 15,000 or $10,000. And now you've anchored them. Now they believe that they're getting this like massive discount uh, in the, uh, you know, in their, you know, they feel like they're getting a bargain. The other thing that I thought was interesting, I was reading the book, Predictably Irrational. Uh, and in that book, they talk, they showed, they did a study uh, that they showed like back when CEO salaries weren't uh, disclosed, uh, they all were relatively modest, but when they first, they, you know, everybody started getting pissy about the, how much more the CEOs were making than, uh, how much more the CEOs were making than the, uh, you know, the average worker, they started saying, okay, well, now we're going to start showing people what, what it is, you know, how much that you're making. And what actually happened was the CEO salaries went up by like 326%. And it was because now, you know, the CEO of Cisco and the CEO of, of Pfizer and or Oracle, they're looking at each other and saying like, this guy's making way more than me. I make, I'm way better than this guy. And then they started like ratcheting up because they're acting by comparison. So the reason I bring all of this up is because in the, in the business space, I want you to know that 
what we call this is called behavioral economics. I like to call it influential neuroscience because what we're doing is we're using neuroscience to understand how the brain works, right? And then we're going to create a marketing plan around that. We're going to create a sales plan. I'm going to create a homepage around that. I know what you want, and I'm going to give you those things. Now, one of my favorite quotes that I've read, it's from the book, The True Believer by Eric Hoffer. He says, uh, the tomato and nightshade are of the same family. Now, influential neuroscience can be used for good or it can be used for evil. If you look at the Wolf of Wall Street, he learned these things. He learned how to sell to somebody. He learned how to sell things to people that they didn't need and that they couldn't afford. He learned how to get people to pay money that they didn't even have. And so this, this, you know, influential neuroscience can be used. It's really strong. You can use it for, you can use it for evil or you can use it for good. Obviously we want to use it for good. And any business that, you know, that, that has that level of ethic and has that level of integrity, they're trying to push their customer towards a, uh, a more valued end. They're trying to serve their customer at a higher level. In order to do that, you have to influence them. In order to influence them, you have to know how they are easily influenced. Uh, and the, really the genesis of all of this was that currently I am trying to learn how to be more visually appealing in my websites, in my designs and everything. If you go on my Twitter right now, I think I just posted it, posted something on Twitter. Uh, if you go on my Instagram, my company Instagram, we're like posting these things. And the reason is because I'm trying to more vis make what I do clear. The other reason is that I know that 50, uh, the, the brain processes visual images 15.6 times faster, 15.6 times faster than it, it processes text. That being said, as a business, you don't have the opportunity. You don't have the luxury of not working on the visual appeal. This is the way the brain communicates. This is the way the brain easily perceives information. And if you want to get that through to your customer, you simply have to do that. So I encourage you all to look into influential neuroscience, sign up for our weekly newsletter. We're sending this stuff out. We're putting this stuff out all the time. We're putting it out here on Twitter, putting it out here in our newsletter, we're putting it out there in, in, in the box that we send out to you know, all, of our, all of our subscribers every month. Uh, and I want you to look into this because when you understand the way that the body works and the way that the brain works, you can easily bend your business around this for it to work and you can influence people without having to learn like sleazy sales skills or marketing tactics that, you know, are just a dime a dozen. Like this is the way that the, the world works and we'll show you how to get there. So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found some of this helpful uh, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for the next episode of whatever the hell we're calling this. Have a good day, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Weight Room Wealth Podcast. If you want to dive deeper into the science of achievement, head on over to weightroomwealth.com and get started for free. Don't forget to drop us a rating and subscribe so we can continue to bring you amazing guests and help more people. I'm Sean Light, and I will see you in the next episode.